My name is William Samuel Winstrong, and it is the year 1909. 20 years ago, I led a great expedition to the Arctic in hopes to discover what would be the polar north, magnetic north, 90 degrees north latitude. My failed attempt at this discovery occurred in that same year, 1889, and I have been requested to tell you the story of that fateful year in which I lost the majority of my crew of the SS Reach in attempts to gain great interest and prestige and honor for the United States of America. I am an old man now. I am 66 years old and time has passed me by enough to where I feel comfortable to tell you the story some 20 years past. And I must tell you it is the first time that I have told this story to anyone because of the shame of my failure and because of the death of my men. But before I tell you the story of the 1889 expedition, I think that it's important to let you know a little bit about who I am and who I was and how I became that way. Many of you probably know that in the year 1861, the United States separated and a civil war broke out. And at the age of 18 years old, I was pressed into the service of the United States Navy, fighting for the North against our brothers in the South. I was there for the bombarding of Charleston, for the bombardment of Savannah. I was there to make sure Confederate fleets were blockaded in order to keep them from trading with Europe, who was playing both sides of the fence. I spent four years upon many different ships. The HMS Majesty was a British blockade ship, even which I spent some time there as well. So it's possible to say with great certainty that I was in two different navies over the course of four years. After the Civil War ended, I decided to continue my naval career and I eventually became captain of the SS Enterprise, which would have been a beautiful ship sailing out of Boston Harbor. I spent many years going in and out of Boston, and I vacationed at times in Nantucket and Cape Cod, and became very much a Massachusetts man, even though I was born in New York. When President McKinley beckoned me for a private conversation in the year 1888, I was 48 years old and quite ready to be a man to go on some great adventure. I had spent many years patrolling American shores, had spent time making my way towards what I thought would be retirement until McKinley called me and asked me to go on this great expedition to bring pride to the American people.
When I was in McKinley's office, the idea was first presented that the United States would be the first country to make its way to polar north, all the way to 90 degrees north latitude. The Norwegians had been making a great effort towards it. Swedes had had a failed air balloon expedition over the polar ice, and it ended in great disaster and it made international news. It was my turn now to try to bring a fleet, or not a fleet, but rather one ship of men, to try and get as far north as we could during the summer months, and then go over ice by way of dog sled to touch down and put the American flag at 90 degrees magnetic north. McKinley said that this was a time of exploration. America, coming forward in the great industrial revolution, needed to show itself not only as an economic power, but also a power of great interest in things of sport, adventure, and science. He had heard of my great reputation of sailing in northern Atlantic waters, fighting bravely for the United States during the Civil War and being captain of several different ships and naval fleets. I took it as an honor at the edge of my retirement from the United States Navy to be able to finish my career as a man who would portray the United States as a powerful nation able to reach even the darkest and most precipitous parts of our planet. He told me that I would take the USS Reach to the farthest portions of the North Atlantic, past Spitsbergen, past beyond any land that man had known, and leave the ship at anchor in the deep waters and then continue north by way of dog sled until we arrived there. I was to bring with me 14 trusted men preferably naval men, but if not possible, men of great renown from other portions of our world to bring them there under my command on the USS Reach and penetrate the ice. He told me that I had complete say in how the Reach was to be built, and I told him first and foremost the strength of the hull was of utmost importance and so for the first time in American history, a double-paneled hall of solid oak reinforced by iron cladding would make its way out of Boston Harbor in the beginning of 1889. The 14 men that I had chose have all been brave in one respect or another. Not all of them were Navy men but all of them had proven themselves worthy. Some had fought on the frontier against the Pawnee and the Sioux. Some of them had been in the Civil War alongside me on different ships protecting the United States from the Southern menace. Some of them had even come from other countries. There was a Swede named Eskil Lofsson who had proven himself rather valiant in sailing upon the north border of Russia and trying to investigate how far the ice flows came down from the continental top. 
We were ready. We were bold. We had everything we thought we needed. And we were ready to sail north. And in the beginning months of 1889, we did just that in hopes to arrive at Spitsbergen to spend the end of spring, beginning of summer, making preparations there and then making our ways as far north as possible later that year.